What's up, everybody? It's game day. Dear Curtinbach, joined by Jake Hutchinson, and it's week one of the NFL season. We got some maybe one or two bold predictions. We got some of the latest news, and we got some questions from the audience, and we'll get through all of that before we kind of lean a little bit, just wet our appetites a smidge with the Detroit Lions. But, uh, Jake, what are you drinking? Uh, just some green tea, you know, wow. just to really, wow. really get the engine revving here. You're a party animal. You're an absolute party animal, man. That's right, partner. Do you have any energy left after training camp? Because I'm exhausted. Um, it's tough. When you sweat as much as I do, um, <laughs> you don't often have that much energy. Uh, so I am, yeah, I am a little wiped out. I don't mind that they're starting on the road. Um, yeah. You know, I, I can, you know I can watch the first quarter from my bed. I uh, liked, which is nice sometimes. I, I liked last year, if we're being totally honest. And I did not. not. Having, why not? Why not? I need to go outside and interact with people, uh, or else I just start going insane. You know, I'm a that's social fair. butterfly, Dieter. You know me. Yeah, that, that's why you and I have a podcast. No one else wanted us. <laughs> um, it's there. There is something. I understand the validity in normal times of covering games in person because yes, you get the full vantage point, which is nice, though not necessarily worth a 45 one hour long drive and sitting around with a mask on. Uh, but when you're able to ask questions and get anyone you want in, in a private setting, that's a totally different ball game. We're yeah. kind of in the in-between times now. Last year it was all zoom. So I was like, why the hell am I at this game? And we did road games via zoom and it was fine. It wasn't good. Like it wasn't, better than the alternative but now we're stuck in this in-between land and i'm yeah i'm, I'm with you i'm happy that they're starting these games this season on the road because i, like, I love it in purgatory baby it's comfortable <laughs> here it's a little warm you know it's it's temperate all right all right uh what what did you learn at practice today jake i was uh i was stuck writing uh what did you learn on the wednesday edition of san francisco 49ers practice well, Trey Lance throwing the ball again. So uh, He's back. I, feel, I feel like we should have like, you know, a kid's applause noise for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Way exactly. To go. Yeah, one of those. One of those. Way to go, Trey. Um, so he threw the football. And I think that probably bodes well for him playing on Sunday. But it's also like. Are they still uh, being really friggin' weird and unnecessarily like ornery about the starting quarterback designation kyle is kyle is specifically is kyle think, gonna start trey lance and then take him out and have jimmy play the full game you know like, the fu it's funny that you said that because we we mentioned that i was like what are the odds i could get on nate sudfeld taking the first snap uh because <laughs> be it good. is it is very kyle to do that he remember he did that one game with uh tevin coleman i think yeah. he gave tevin coleman one snap yeah. at the start of the game and then like almost didn't play him at all well, if we know one thing about Kyle, it's that he's going to give Tevin Coleman way too many snaps. So right. um, I don't know who his Tevin Coleman is this year now that they got rid of Wayne Gallman, which right. is very strange. I still haven't fully recovered from that. I'm still surprised. I mean, I, I like the call. I fucking I love Jermichael Hasty. We I'm, You know how I feel about Jermichael Hasty. This has been a Jermichael Hasty podcast since day one, but it was it was stunning. I like I yeah. just didn't think he had it in him. I also didn't think that Gallman was like bad. Like there no Gallman was much better than McKinnon and, and Coleman. Well, right. Coleman had like two good games where he was like a maniac, and then his body was like, We we can't do that. And he's like, Oh, yeah, fair point. You can understand the Coleman thing. Like there wasn't really anyone pushing him, but the McKinnon thing last year and the year prior was was jarring because 
it was like he's not good. Like everyone can see. Right. And Kyle's argument is like he'll get better. And it's like, no, he isn't. It's not gonna that's not gonna happen. He's just not gonna get better. Like he he's he's gone. It's over. He right. the legs have no juice. And uh meanwhile, Hasty was just ripping it up. And the thing is, Gallman again was like really solid and he's on the Falcons now. They this Falcons signed him, he'll be good for the Falcons. Like he was a he's a decent player. He's a decent you say depth Coleman? running back. I'm sorry. Uh, Coleman, Coleman is on the, the Falcons. Jets. I'm talking about Gallman went to the. Okay, yes. Gallman is on the Falcons. Coleman is on the Jets. These I got confused because all... Coleman used to play for the Falcons. And where is McKinnon? Uh, on the Chiefs. I thought he got. <laughs> I thought he got cut. Did he? It's it's an interesting thing that you can look up as we segue into. Uh... Uh, I think he's he's still there. He's still well. There. Damn, Andy Reid must see something that. We didn't see at all in that one preseason. You saw him run game. the Wildcat once, uh, and was very excited by that. This guy could be our starting quarterback. Um, who needs Patrick Mahomes? Right. Uh, who, I mean, what 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 injuries are actually pressing? Right. Yeah. Like a lot so, of people are going to listen to this as the week progresses. Uh, I'll read. Like, I'll just where, read the practice what are our report. De- what are our death comms? Like, tell me so, what I should be worried about. Yeah. So you got Lance uh, limited. Uh, I think they're just going to sort of feel that out, and then if it's dicey at all, they'll just bump Sudfeld, um, and probably not. I- I'd say if it's dicey at all, Lance doesn't step on the field. Um, also, because uh, you know the Lions are bad. Uh, I think that's a consideration there. I think Lance probably does play a, a few snaps, assuming like they're not super worried about it. But I think if there's any like legitimate concern, they probably just let him sit on the bench the first week. But it's also a good time to get him reps. So, you know, who knows? Uh, then there's Gibbons, Hurd, Kinlaw, Mosley. Uh, everyone but Gibbons out with a, with a knee injury. Gibbons had a hip. Mm. Um Kinlaw is a little weird. Uh, I I think that's something where they might just do that a lot, and they might just rest yeah, him. That's because the I get. They did a, that a lot in training camp too. He's a big boy. Uh, he is and, stunningly large. I mean, it's funny how last year that's all anyone could say about him. Uh, it was like he is very large. Uh, but We're like still doing yeah, it, dude. I saw him today walking, and I was like, that is a large, large man. Uh, I think he probably thinks he's fine and we'll just play through anything. So I'm actually not exceedingly worried about him, okay. uh, at least right now. Long-term, yeah, I have concerns about his health. Uh, I wouldn't bet on him the same way that the Colts bet on DeForest Buckner in terms of like health concerns, but that's way down the line. Uh, Mosley yeah. is a concern <laughs> for sure. Uh, it's yeah. his third absence, one with COVID, one with uh, – I think a hamstring and then now a mm. knee. That's the, not the kinetic chain is screwed over there. Yeah, not not great, not great. Uh, and that's why they signed Josh Norman. Um, and Shanahan did, did, said, "Did you lay eyes on Josh Norman today?" No, but he was out there on Monday. Um, and so basically, they're like, "Yeah, I guess we'll see where he's at with the playbook on, you know, mm. Friday or Sunday, and just mm. kind of go from there." But I'd suspect what they do is bump up like Dante Johnson. What about Virgin? D Virgin? Well, I think now that they brought back, uh, they pr- I think they protected D Virgin because they weren't sure about, hundred percent sure about getting uh, Johnson about back. Getting Norm- or yeah. Johnson back on the practice squad. Yeah, God, I, really, I, I don't really sexy topic here. Yeah, depth at corner, but I mean it's a big issue. And it is a big issue. It might not be for the Lions. I I, I keep going back and forth between, um, oh, it's the Lions. It's like playing, you know. 
Southeast Missouri State in week one. And also that's an NFL team and right. they can't be wholly incompetent at home, right? And I eh. think I lean towards that they're going to be wholly incompetent. I just I don't know if the Niners are coming in like guns ablaze and ready to take full advantage. I think they cover, I, but uh, I'm I'm kind of struggling I, with this one. Yeah, I think I think they might roll over them. Uh, I'm and it's weird because like everything I'm not, points to a roll, right? Like, and it doesn't feel like a trap game because like there's there's fans, there's like an environment. They're going on the road. Um, there's the Lake and Tomlinson revenge tour. Um, <laughs> what, um, what was yeah. uh, what was the kid that that went to Florida that was just hanging around the locker room for the last two years? Tabor, uh, Tabor not Tabor Pepper. Pepper. No. no, no, not Pepper. No, the 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 cornerback out of Florida. Um, oh, uh, yeah, I think his last name was Tabor. And then they're like, "Oh, we got the wrong one. Let's get this long snapper." But tease uh, to bore, tease Tabor, tease, yeah, tease I'm Tabor. That wrong. Yeah. He was just around, um, which it was a constant reminder of my fallibility because I thought he was going to be a really good player coming out of Florida. Right. <laughs> uh, it was like a he was hey, a we second all round picks. Uh, apparently, I, I make them in more significant hey. ways than others, and and so did the Detroit Lions. To be fair, and but, maybe the 49ers not taking. Uh... You know, Asante Samuel Jr. over Aaron Banks, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But not looking good so far. Yeah. I mean, where? where I don't where know where Banks roster? is at. I don't know where Banks just, is at at yeah. all. Where, I mean, where is this roster on the whole, right? Like, let's say that, okay, they have they have Trey Lance in there. They're going to have their starting offensive line healthy. They'll have their wide receivers healthy. Um, outside of Hurd, who is probably not going to play anyway. Everything okay with Jennings, by the way? Jennings, I, I think, was out there today. I think he's good okay. to go. Uh, that's exciting. I think he's like going to have a sneaky good season. And by sneaky good, I mean like catch like 300, 300 yards or something like 300 that. 300 passes would be incredible. He would, uh, he's going to catch 700 passes. He's Jerry Rice for, wishes. Yes. Uh, by the way, if you say Jerry Rice's name three times, he will show up for a paid promotional appearance. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, I mean, this is a team that outside of – Mosley right now I think that you can say that they're at full health right yeah and like uh, Jalen Hurd is pretty much uh gonzo he... well I mean headed, headed for IR which I, I mean I guess I mean this is like we kind of predicted that a while ago that was you sort did. of you did I mean it's pretty I, I obvious it didn't make any it, I thought it didn't make any sense like I understood your logic a hundred percent which is he's more talented than those guys, so you like just wing it. But like he did right. practice three straight days. I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> like he, he just hasn't done anything since. I mean, yeah. Kyle said today basically fragile. they were like, yeah, we we felt pretty good. You know, going into the Raiders felt good. You know, coming out seemed like he played really well, and then his knee has just been in seemingly immense pain since then, which is uh, not what you want. So yeah. Uh, yeah, my I mean, prediction is that he plays three games this year. The line of three and a half remains very strong. I, I think the line Do is we more knock like it two down and to half. two and a half now. Yeah, two and a half. Uh, you're taking the over. You'll 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 have both sides of the ticket, and that way you can't lose. Um, yeah. Do you have a 49ers bold prediction? Ooh, I'm working on that. I'm working okay. on that. Uh, well, I guess the bold prediction. Uh, well, we did we did predict. I did predict that they would win the Super Bowl on our podcast. That did not survive. Not bold. So that was uh, that. I guess would 
would, uh, but that's not fun. Just predicting that a team's going to win the Super Bowl. No, I'll, I'll get more granular. I'll have to think about that a little bit more. Okay, give it, give it some thought here as I throw uh, a, a few your way. One, Trey Lance is going to start more games than Jimmy Garoppolo. Ooh, I like that. I feel I don't feel like that's a necessarily the hottest of hot takes, but I do feel like it's it's rather bold. Um, here's another bold prediction for you. I think the Seahawks finish in last place in the NFC West. Ooh. That is I a full prediction. I feel like that team is held together by spit, shoestring, and bubblegum and um, and Russell Wilson. And if he goes down for a single game, which he has not done in his entire goddamn career, they are that boned. That is nuts. They're boned. The nanobubbles are incredible, but they're boned if he goes down. And I don't know how to like put this in appropriate ways. Like I just feel it in my bones that he's going down this year with an injury. Like it's just it is I was kind of trying to break down who was going to win each division and each conference. And so much of it is just like, is their quarterback healthy? If their quarterback mm-hmm. is healthy, they are good. If it is not, if he is not, they are bad. And quarterbacks are going to get injured. That is just the nature of, of football, of any sport. You know, star players go down and you're just rolling with your gut. And I'm rolling, I'm rolling my gut here, and I I don't I don't know why. Uh, I certainly don't wish it upon him uh, because I do enjoy watching him play with an incredible zeal. I mean, he 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 plays like nobody else. He is he's a fun watch for neutral party like myself. Uh, but I feel like he's going down. I also think Aaron Rodgers is going down too. I think he lost wow. too much weight. Wow, I you're think, really I think, you're really coming out with the takes here. I think that the Fox package is kind of fucked. That's that's my overall stance. Okay. <laughs> that, like, I, uh, the Niners are going to get flexed into a lot of game of the week stuff. Fair enough. I, I Okay, I do have a few predictions for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, some are varying in, in spiciness. Uh, Jimmy okay. Ward, who does not have an interception since 2016, will have at least two this year. Two. Got it. Noted. I mean, it, w- what's there to analyze there? He's a great player. He's no. going to be in the spot. Yeah. It's going to happen. He's overdue. He's overdue. Uh, Fred Warner will have more sex than Javon Kinlaw. That one came from talking Ooh. to uh, uh, Matt Barrows and Tim Kawakami, who were like debating that, that. I like uh, that one. I think Warner has five sacks. I think uh, Kinlaw has uh, like three and a half or four. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm big on Kinlaw, but I get it with the sack number. Yep. I, I think Warner is going to get some real opportunities. Although I could also see Greenlaw getting more opportunities uh, for sacks. Right. Yeah, like to, to flat out blitz because Warner is going to be doing so much hanging around the A gap and just pretending to blitz mm-hmm. uh, that Greenlaw might get unaccounted for a few times and just do get it. a better route to the QB. Going to do it. Yeah. So going to do it. Yep. Uh, I also think George Kittle will have more than five. T- he will have at least eight touchdowns this year. Eight. Is that, touchdowns. Is that spicy? Okay, that yeah, is that's a that's spicy. Hmm. He's had five eight TDs for Kittle. He's had five. Right he's, he's, he's had two five five two. I'm gonna say eight. All right. You want, uh, you want, a, then, you want a really spicy one? Sure. It's along the same lines. Save your save your last one. Is it Trey Trent Sherfield? No, okay. Trent Sherfield will be this team's second leading receiver this year. Ooh, that is spicy. I like that. And I think he like. Yeah. Second, I won't explain how I got there because it, okay. it's putting bad juju and juice, and I've already thrown out enough of that. Mm-hmm. But he has been awesome. He has a rapport with Lance that I don't think is uh, being overstated. 
And I just think he's going to get a ton of snaps and, and make the most of them. That's fair. I think Trey Sermon gets about 12 touchdowns this year. Yeah, that that's spicy. But having been out there, I'm along the same waves as you. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, I'm looking at it and just thinking like, that dude's just going to be a red zone monster. And that's not even like really considering like a Mostert injury, which is likely uh, just yeah. based on that knee's funky. Yeah, no, he's Mostert's great, but uh, he takes he's so fast that like it's he takes so much. Uh, yeah, and that knee is a concern, but yeah, yeah. Okay, we okay. Uh, th- there's probably other hot takes that I'll have to have to think about. We have a full season, Jake. I mean, there's Maybe. so many. Maybe so Robbie Gould gets replaced mid-year. I don't think that mathematically speaking, that's uh probable. I know. I know. Uh, I, I know. Up. It's just easy to, to shit on Robbie Gould, and he missed two extra points. I would sure like to be there when it happens. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Anyway. Uh, let's take some let's take some fan questions, Jake. Yes, sir. Um, first off, Jake, how are you going to handle the Jets potentially being good? Are you gonna buy in or wait for five consecutive winning seasons before you let your guard down? Cody, thank you for that one. Uh, well, first of all, I, I looked at the schedule for this week, and I'm thankful that the Jets play at the same time as the 49ers, so I can't watch the game. Um, because as long as I distance myself a little bit, I think I can get through the season and just just hear whispers. And then sort of like second half of the season, um, you know, I hope that there's like a little bit of a collapse you know what I mean? They play on a really shitty field, so maybe they have like a weird injury situation, and that'll just sort it out for me, where I don't actually have to, you know, emotionally get myself attached. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for. If they actually are good, which I think people are underestimating this team, I don't right. think they're going to be great just because any team in the first year with a rookie quarterback. Uh, they also and a rookie head coach, and they just lost. Uh, who's their edge rusher? Lawson, Carl Lawson. Lawson. They lost him for the year. I, I think they're they're definitely going to be below five hundred this year, but I think they're going to be competitive. Um, they'll be like fun tabloidy below. Yeah, I think they'll win like five games, um, and then have like another five that were like close, and you know, kind of like how the 49ers blew a bunch of close games in mm-hmm. the, in the last year that they were bad. Careful I think now. it'll be similar to that. I'm with you. So you, you you're you're buying in because there there's not that much you have to grab onto. It's not really yeah, disappointment. I, you have a lot of expectations. If if they actually are good, I'll be. I don't know. To answer your question, I don't know what I will do if they're good right away. Uh, I'll be I'll be uncomfortable with it, and I won't handle it uh, maturely. Okay. Uh, these come from Anthony. Uh, first one, Kinlaw. That feels great. <laughs> Not really a question, but uh, they're all as yearning uh, from. I got from what Rubian. he was going for almost. And then the I start. said, then this is our, our back and forth on Twitter. What? <laughs> to which he replied, Kinlaw missing practice week one with a knee. Sounds bad for future of a first round pick. Which to is which, fair. Factual. But... To which I replied, is there a question here? To which he said, what do you guys think his snap count going to be? Will he be the one on a pitch count? So. We've already sort of uh, talked about Javon Kinlaw a little bit here, but do you think that Javon Kinlaw, uh, let's just make it a little bit broader here, do you think he gets through the full season without missing consecutive games? That's tough because I feel like, I remember when in 2019 where DJ Jones would miss like every other game, and I kind of think it's going to be like that where he doesn't miss back-to-back games. 
Okay. Okay. There, I mean that that's that's pretty. I understand how deep this defensive line is, but that's pretty brutal. Yeah, I uh, I don't think he misses consecutive games, which it feels like I don't even believe that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of conviction there on that. On uh, that my voice is just like an air balloon. Just the, oh, the air, sure, yeah. maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I'll say he misses like three or four games, but they're non-consecutive. That's how I'm getting around that. Okay, um, that's my hope. I, I agree with you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Your it's answer, also a seventeen-game year, so you you know they get games extra. against the Bengals. They'll throw one in there. I, I don't oh, see back to back consecutive easy weeks. If that is a, a statement that you can make with a straight face right. in the modern NFL, um, from Alex Simon, our friend Alex Simon. Alex well, Simon well, he Sports. was also asking snap count. Uh, oh, snap count. Generally, that's a let great me question. just let me just mention that. Uh, Shanahan, he's been very weird with the media lately. He is also, he's very upset that like he's asked about the quarterback so many times, which I don't know what he expected when he traded. It's just that. such an unimportant position. Uh, I mean, to be, to be fair, like I haven't asked about that stuff mostly because it gets asked so early on and it's just like, you're it's, not, a, it's, you're not a first question asker, Jake. That's okay. Right. Well, it's just not a lot of time. It's just not interesting to me to, you know, to ask stuff where it's like, we're kind of watching the same stuff, but he does have to sort of provide updates on what he's seen. So, you know, whatever, but he's been a little pissy about that. And so said, uh, basically nobody's on a pitch count despite mm. D Ford explicitly saying, I'm going to be I on, am a, on pitch a pitch count. count. <laughs> um, so I, I think what he's doing, he's doing one of those uh, like uh, Jedi mind tricks where he's like, no one's on a pitch count. We're just going to rotate a lot. These are um, not the drones you were looking and for. And so what do you mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I think Kinlaw's D not going to be always been snap. on a pitch count. By right. The way. He's like, always he's... been like that with the 49ers. And I think Bosa will have less snaps for sure in game one uh, than will become the norm throughout the year. If for uh, nothing and, else but Astro. Yeah. And I think Kinlaw will be limited to you know, something like two if he plays. So okay. I'd say, yeah, he's probably on a pitch count. Okay. They can get away with that the first two weeks. Um, it, it's going to be difficult. I mean, it, it's interesting. I think back to 2019, and they had injuries on the defensive line, right? Like they, everyone thinks that that year was just like sent from heaven. Like they had a lot of injuries they had to contend with. They were one of the more injured teams in the oh, NFL yeah. that season. Uh, you just don't remember it because they – persevered and they were crazy deep they're deeper this year uh in my estimation but they ran out of gas in the super bowl they were running out of gas in the game against the seahawks in week 17 like this was a defensive line that rotated 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 and then they lost their rotation late in the season and that that hurt them in fourth quarters and uh to, to the point where they didn't win a championship they're deeper this year but i i would really like it if they had that depth working throughout. So maybe if you take a bit of a hit now, uh, you can have something later. But uh, I, I just I don't like the way that's starting, especially considering how high I am on this defense. Um, let's let's ask Alex's question right now from Alex Simon, Alex Simon Sports on Twitter. This is uh, as it pertains to I believe the old Miss quarterback who is a well uh, bananas. Would you eat the peel, Jake? in what context like straight up i'm not would just you, gonna would you just eat the would you bite into the banana hole yeah if i was paid someone paid me for it yeah, yeah. No, no anyone who does that's a fucking lunatic right i mean there's no i would not do it just for fun uh but like if someone's like hey i'll give you 
10 bucks to bite into a banana peel. My price is low. 10 bucks would do it. 10 bucks? Um, yeah, 10 bucks, I'd do it. I Actually, yeah. how, how, how low can I get you? If I if I offer like a, a folded six, can I make it happen? No. Let's be honest. No way. No way. Not six? Never no, six. Si- no single bills. It's two bills. That's t- that's two bills. That's a five no. and a one. Oh no no! What I'm saying is I don't take I don't take dollar bills. No dollar bills. What if I no. give you uh, a five and a two? No, absolutely not. No, ten is like the bare minimum, and it's yeah. not even like it would be that traumatizing. It would just be like gross. Well, if you really want me to do it, you know, pay me. Yeah. Would you dip it in mayonnaise first? Because I saw no. Spencer no. Hall do that on the television set. Yeah. Good Lord, no. Yeah. It's a bananas. Uh, but I do also have a policy about basically trying every type of food. So what's your policy there? My policy is like there's almost nothing I won't try once. Mm. Uh food wise. Food. Food wise. <laughs> have you ever uh have you ever eaten Rocky Mountain oysters? No, I've Do you know what great. those are? Um uh, Googling. I can just is tell you. A, is this a slang term? And Rocky Mountain Oyster uh, is a cow testicle. testicles. Yeah, of yep. course I would try that. You haven't tried it though. No, but I would. Yeah, I would 100 percent try that. That's get, not, that's like on the lower the, end. Get in the arena with me who has tried it, and then we'll we'll talk about who's got okay. the, the more daring would, yeah, culinary I would, taste. I would try it 100. percent What's the weirdest thing you've tried? Uh, I've had I've had whale in Iceland. Wow, whale fermented or just regular? Straight up, straight up, almost mm. like uh, sushi style. What did what was uh what was your takeaway of whale? It was like I don't it was weird. It didn't have like a, a strong like flavor. It wasn't gross, but it wasn't I wasn't like, oh yeah, whale. <laughs> you know? Gotta uh, get some of this whale back yeah, in the Yeah, it's States. pretty fatty. It's it's like fine, but I'm not going out of my way to eat whale. Well, What's the well, weirdest thing you've eaten? Rocky Mountain oysters? That's up there. I've eaten some random stuff. I'd have to ask my wife who kind of compartmentalizes all this nonsense for me. I, I, I really only remember like fantasy baseball and weekly betting things in the NFL and everything else just sort of evaporates. That's um, Hobby uh, asked me uh, what I'm growing in the garden. What are you growing in the garden? So I've kind of taken a step back from the garden just because there's no water in this godforsaken state. Yep. Um, but uh, we did have some like incredible uh berries and apricots that came in Uh, i had to pull all of like the like unripe like small apricots off the Mm -hmm. tree because my dog was eating them whole uh and apparently that's uh, fun for the poop yeah apricot seeds if they get cracked open have cyanide in them so uh yeah that's what me out a little bit yeah apricot seeds if you have a dog if if a dog eats them whole like eats a whole apricot and eats a Mm -hmm. whole seed it's not great for their digestive system. Mm-hmm. This is this is the dog science hour. Yep. Um, but if they crack open the seed on the inside, there's like something else. It's basically just a cyanide capsule. It will kill them? <laughs> yeah, it will. Depending wow. on uh, the amount they eat. So uh, watch out for those, folks. This that's, is a PSA. That's jarring. Oh, but the one thing I am currently growing, I've got uh, three red peppers. Weed. Three Sorry. red peppers that are uh, that are getting there. And it's beautiful. We've been doing some hydroponics in the house. I got I like, like that. A, a cheap Chinese made, you know, Alibaba like hydroponic thing. And we put basil and cilantro in there and nice. whole and it has like a grow light on top of it. Oh, so yeah. it looks like we're growing just a tremendous amount of weed in our living room at the house from the front front uh, front of the house. But um yeah, like we just we, we have too much basil. So if anyone needs basil out there, let me know. We'll partner, partner, I need basil. I'll, I'll be I'll, basil. I'll be over, yeah. 
Okay. Beautiful. Um, what else we got here? At underscore K-R-N-A underscore. Agree or disagree? Weeks three, four, and five will tell us everything we need to know about San Francisco, this San Francisco 49er team and okay. no other San Francisco. For- what will it tell us about the 2017 San Francisco 49ers? Um, you're, just, you're just nitpicking here. Yeah, no, that was just being a dick. I'm sorry. So week three, four, and five is at home, Sunday Night Football, Green Bay Packers. At, I like that question. At home against the Seattle Seahawks and at the Arizona Cardinals, which technically speaking is a partial home game given the 49ers residency in Arizona last year. So, so three, four, yeah. and five, Packers, Seahawks, Cardinals. What do you think? I would say it doesn't tell us everything we need to know about this 49ers team, but it will tell us everything we need to know about Garoppolo. That is a hell of, that is the way, that is outstanding work, sir. That's how a columnist, that's how a TV personality <laughs> does it. You You take it, you acknowledge it, and you spin it into a tighter segment. That's beautiful. Well done. I couldn't have said it better myself because I literally wrote the exact same thing. <laughs> Appreciate that, partner. Uh, yeah, I, I just think, uh, I mean, I think we know we know pretty much what this team is except for the quarterback situation. That's still the only thing that's looming. I mean, some of the receiver stuff, like, you know, Ayuk proving himself, mm-hmm. uh, you know, can like Charlie Warner be a better blocker? Blah blah blah. Aaron Banks. Blah, blah blah. I think most of that stuff will will sort itself out over the year. Injuries will come in effect too. That's going to be like an evolving thing. But I think those three games will like Jimmy doesn't like it's it's now or nothing. You know, like no doubt. If you're going to be it, the quarterback, in so this many year, ways you right? got to hit on those games. It's not even the 49ers quarterback. Like if he wants to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, yep. by decree ever again he better be bitching this season he met him a kyle shanahan's life really tough as to when he makes trey lance the starter if he makes trey lance the starter uh the reason that we say it's an inevitability is because no one has faith in jimmy right Right. so if he wants to continue to make 20 something million dollars a season all's in your court james right and uh, that's another question we got from jorn which is how short will jimmy's leash be this season uh yeah what, yeah i i i want to uh acknowledge the latter part of this question i think it's accurate i'm, I'm just um it needs to be highlighted and i yep. appreciate jordan for bringing it up people are taking victory laps about jg starting but kyle's actions trading up and indi- indicate he wants to switch it up as soon as trey is quote unquote ready so two things there one uh stop being weird online and like standing for jimmy garoppolo it's not going to end well for you like you should have already gotten off the boat. I understand the sunk cost fallacy um, doesn't apply apparently to most of you, but it, it should. Like, there's just... a little too much like people like literally in love. Uh, He's so handsome. Players, though. yeah, that's fair. That one, that one makes a little bit more sense because like I get lost in those eyes. What am I supposed to do? Right. Um, but you're right. Like, it's very difficult because you shouldn't be beholden to a, a, a multi-billion dollar corporation that just wears the same laundry. Like you should like players because players are the ones that make the team, not Jed York right. or anything else. I'm like getting that. a Jed York Jersey. I don't know about you. <laughs> I mean, you should, um, <laughs> what number would Jed York be wearing? Showing up to the press box. Yeah. It's, and it's not, it doesn't just say York on the back. It says Jed York. 
team CEO Jed York. I'll get the Parag jersey. <laughs> um, and it will just be a money sign for the number. We're just uh, banging. We're just banging on their part of the press box. Just like, Let hey, us <laughs> We're your biggest fans. Can we get your autograph? Um, so stop being weird. First and foremost, like we're not rooting against Jimmy. I want to I want to make this clear. Like I will be open about when I'm rooting for and against players. Uh, and all of this, of course, is in the context of this stuff doesn't fucking matter. But like no one's rooting against Jimmy. I think it would be hilarious if Jimmy was just like rip shitting all year, just absolutely just bombing the ball down the field and just looked awesome. Because one, that'd be great for business. And two, that'd be like deeply funny. Like that'd be like hilarious. If oh Jimmy yeah, he's was just, just he's just awesome. He's just like launching like fifty yard balls. If he just turned time. into Aaron Rodgers, like peak Aaron Rodgers this year, hell, any version of Aaron Rodgers, save for year one, like that would be totally awesome. And I can understand from the outside perspective why there's a bit of you know eye rolling and skepticism towards media. I mean that in and of itself, like just the term media is so loaded. But like we we did fawn over. Lance, I'll speak for myself. I fawned over Lance like crazy up until the preseason game. And then you can make the argument, I don't think I did, that it's a mountain out of a molehill with like, oh, one touchdown pass. And then, you know, can't do anything intermediate. His preseason wasn't like, wow. It, it felt like you were having to come in with an agenda to progress that. Right. But I was. I was coming in with an agenda, which is he's more talented. I saw him every day be way more talented. Right. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. It's like it, it's it's always going to take time with Lance. I think Joe Staley said it pretty well. Like, you know, he's a guy that like needs to improve as a pocket passer. No doubt. Uh, and that's, again, why I think they're going to roll him out a lot in the season when they give him early passing opportunities. Mm. It's going to be on the move just because I think he's more comfortable and more dynamic there. And it also gives him an option where it's just like a clear runway where if there's something open, he can just run for it mm-hmm. um, rather than forcing him to do like stand in the pocket like Jimmy, because it's also like he shouldn't, you know, force himself to do that. Um, yeah. Kyle's you know, there's offense is good in theory, but there's so run much for stuff. 30 yards, right. Do that. So much stuff where it's like, he's like, okay, well I'm not supposed to run. So I should just stand yep. here and uh, he's too much of a goody two shoes, yeah. but it is, it's like, it's going to take time for him um, again. Like I hate to keep mentioning like the obvious fact that he's 21 and like only had one year of college football under his belt as like an actual quarterback. Right. Um, and it wasn't and, at Alabama. Right. Like, right. It was at North Dakota state. So to expect that like day one, like he's just going to be ready to go is unreasonable. But I will say like, he was still at like taking that into consideration. He was still more impressive than I expect from day one. Um, there's a lot of stuff to clean up for sure. But like, again, from the start, just coming in and like knowing sort of what Kyle wants and like clearly working on stuff, he's really impressive. He made clearly the most impressive throws of camp, had the most impressive plays. It was just all of the top 25, right? It was just Jimmy was more consistent. Uh, even though, you know, he throws the, Every once in a while, he throws the worst pass you've ever seen that gets intercepted. It is. Um, but it's also against a defense that knows him intimately well. Mm. Um, so there's a little bit of taking that into consideration. But, yeah, I, I think Lance Lance is going to start at some point this year. Uh, I think those three games, three, four, five, will, will tell us a lot. Let me put it to you this way. And Jorn 
that is your real name, Jorn, um, <laughs> acknowledge this in, in a loose way. Kyle's actions trading up indicates that he wants to switch as soon as Trey is quote unquote ready. This is all going according to Kyle Shanahan's plan as of right now. Um, We might actually disagree. You and I, as a tandem, might disagree with Kyle Shanahan's plan, but this was Kyle Shanahan's plan. Well, I don't disagree with it now that there's the finger thing. Right. Okay. Nevertheless, like the notion is that Kyle didn't want to start Trey Lance week one. He didn't want to do it. And I don't know what day he has circled, but he has a day circled and he's not letting letting us in on that information. But Trey Lance wasn't drafted to be Jimmy Garoppolo's backup. If he was selected at the end of the first round, perchance. Um, you know, but, but that's where like a Lamar Jackson was selected, right? Like he was selected at the right. end of the first round and he shows up in week 10 and they kind of had transitioned the offense. I want to be when very did clear. Alex Smith get replaced? What well, I mean, week. week 17 technically, but wasn't until the final year. You're talking about Alex Smith with the 49ers. That would have been yeah. around Thanksgiving um, because of a, a concussion for Alex Smith. So right. that, was a, that was a Wally Pip situation. Mm. So uh, there's part of that, which I don't think that you should ever plan on a player getting injured because one of the beauty, beautiful things the 49ers have going for them this season is that Whichever quarterback they have, there's a competent backup so long as neither of them are injured. Right. Um, so, like, waiting until Jimmy, like, rips his you know, ankle off, like, doesn't do you any good if Lance right. then sucks. And now you're in the exact same spot that you were last year, except it's Nate Sudfeld instead of C.J. Beathard. Um, no offense to Nate Sudfeld. So, or Yeah, he, he's better than, than probably Beathard and Mullins, but it's still, there's a gap. There's a right. There's a reason gap. that Nate Sudfeld was able to clear waivers. So um, it, it, Trey will start whenever he is quote unquote ready. I want everyone to remember that Kyle Shanahan's opinion of ready is very tight. Um, if you remember when Garoppolo was traded, it was Halloween. They did not play him for another month. And that was only be- again, because CJ Beathard uh, busted up his hand on somebody's helmet in the blowout loss to the Seattle Seahawks at Levi stadium when it was raining. That's what I remember about it. I was also the first time that my wife, my now wife, met my father. And uh, they were at a 49er Seahawks game together. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that was a hell of a first impression. So, like, an NFL game that neither of them could give a living shit about. Why don't you go here while I work? Um, So, and it was raining. Like, go sit in the rain for three hours and watch Seattle absolutely blow out a shitty 49ers team. Um, The point is, it will happen. I don't like patience. No one does. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's a shocker. I know. I know. I'm not a patient person. I think it's rather ridiculous. I also firmly believe in never prolonging the inevitable. This is inevitable. There is no there is no scenario on this planet that I can f- personally foresee, though I am rooting for it because I love the unexpected. But there is no scenario where Jimmy Garoppolo is the starting quarterback week 18 against the Los Angeles Rams unless Trey Lance has just been so goddamn awesome he's about to win MVP and they want to rest him before they go into the bye week of the playoffs. Like there's just no circumstance where Trey Lance doesn't end the season in my mind. Are, right. are you along the same? I'm with you. I'm with okay. you. I, I think it'd be really surprising if he doesn't finish the season uh, as the starter. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, two things before we go. Yes, sir. 
Let's answer this last question and then have a quick fantasy talk to lead you into oh. your draft and then mine. Thank goodness. Let's do it. Uh, thoughts on Kyle trying to build the Ravens 2018 Ravens 2.0 uh, opposed to a devastating pass offense and how that may have impacted the decision to go with Lance over the other two guys. Uh, other two guys, assuming Jones and uh, uh, wow, I almost said Wilson uh, Fields. <laughs> Uh, I wonder if he's seen the trend of defenses dropping seven or eight and replacing linebackers with safeties and thought zagging into being a dominant run team was the way to go. You can address this first and then all. Well, I, I love it. Um, I think that first off, this isn't unique to Kyle or the 49ers, right? Like um, Kyle ran read option with all of the permutations above that with Robert Griffin, the third, and it was wildly successful for that team. The reason that it stopped happening is because Griffin um, tore his everything. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't capable of handling <laughs> that workload, but that was a very different NFL. That was a decade ago. Right. That was a very different NFL. And while there are still those concerns, um, it's not as jarring. That was, that was an NFL. If I remember correctly, that, uh, that had, I think Robert Griffin Legion of boom era, right? Like not just that, like was Robert Griffin, I'll have to look this up. So don't hold me to it. But like, was Robert Griffin a guy that had to sign like an actual contract or was he, it was Andrew Luck kind of the last of, Oh, 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 what, what year was that? I mean, he would have been drafted in 2012. So regardless, that it was a very different NFL, even if it had, even if it had switched over. Right. And then rookies were all just on the scale. Everyone was still built around like franchise quarterback, early pick. There was no disposable aspect of it. And um, so it, it, you expected a guy to play for 10 years. So you would build an offense around that and all that stuff. That, that is not the norm now. Like it just isn't. Like think about how fast teams have moved off of, you know, Josh Rosen or, you know, Sam Darnold or just it, there's countless examples of teams looking in like 10 games in. He ain't got it. You're done. Um, Lance is not one of those examples because he doesn't have the snaps or the pedigree of those guys. But I, I love the Raven stuff that they're doing. I think it's totally. awesome. I, and, I think, yeah, yeah I, I don't think it's actually moving away from the pass offense. I think it gives him more more options with their pass offense um, because it makes them less predictable. And I think that that's Kyle's entire thing. And again, I'm leaning a little bit on Staley said it really eloquently on KBR a few days ago, but. Kyle's whole thing is just it's mixing up angles. It's mixing up timings. It's keeping you off balance. It's creating advantages in numbers and and like theoretical advantages where you mm -hmm. might not actually have a number advantage on the play. But like, for example, when they did that motion with Hurd where he ran for two yards, the defense was expecting that. And so they had an expectation that Hurd could be the ball carrier there. So it's like it's setting the stage for bigger plays and expanding the playbook. So I, I don't think it's where like the Ravens like the Ravens are sometimes afraid to throw the ball uh, because Lamar is a little unreliable uh, and because he's just so dominant as a runner and because the run game is so ridiculous. Right. Uh, I think the 49ers uh, are going to be less predictable than that. And that's not to say that offense is super predictable, but it did get sort of stagnant uh, in the playoffs a little bit. And I think this totally. this offense has more options. I I. I uh... I have a difficulty in that I will always, because I, so much of my career I owe to just being around the Golden State Warriors. I will so often see things as revolutionary right. when they are not, because I'm just trying to chase that magic that once was. Like, <laughs> just ride me to the top on that one. 
Uh, that said, I do think that this 49ers team has a real chance to, and maybe it's a small chance, but a chance nevertheless to redesign how NFL teams operate. I think that their defense as um, I don't know. How do, how do you pronounce Kiri? Kiri Bria, who, who asked this question alluded to with linebackers turning into safeties. Like that's the 49ers doing. Yeah. Like obviously it was happening at other levels, but like Fred Warner is the vanguard of that. Uh, right. Obviously it's not the, you know, they're not the first team to run the ball all the time, but Kyle Shanahan's always going to be a run first team. And if they can find a way to fully get the outside zone system, like it, it's going to be really interesting. I think this team has a chance to be really, really special. And uh, I, I hope that comes to pass because I like watching interesting, unique things and not whatever the fuck we watched last year. I'm with you. I'm with you. I know you got a draft coming up uh, right about now. I yeah. hope you you swearm it uh, real quick. Going to shit on D'Amico Ryan's for an awful slogan. <laughs> it was the most. Is, it was the most interesting, insightful thing he said, and it was wrong. So Fred Warner said the 49ers' new new uh, slogan is "Swarm Special Work Ethic and Relentless Mindset." Uh, work ethic being one and two. It should be S W E A R M. Or it really, it really does not come across great on pod. It should be swarm, <laughs> swarm. Uh, it's it's terrible. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. Real quick, uh, what's what pick do you have? And I just took picking? it. I just took it. Your uh, your first overall? No, I was second overall. I'm in a 45 second keeper league, so the first two picks are off the board. Wow. Uh, my choice was between Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, and Devonte Adams, but I'm a uh, ardent uh, running back zero advocate, so I took Devonte Adams. So now I have. Ooh. Russell Wilson, which is why I think he's getting injured, uh, Tyreek Hill, and Devontae Adams as oh, the first wow. three players on my board. So I think it's harder to find really good receivers than it is to find running backs. Just yeah, I'm injuries. I'm a little worried now that Eckler might fall into my lap because his injury is scaring the shit out of me, and I, I don't think I can draft him yeah. now uh, because it it's, a, it's a hammy and week one. Mm -mm. Like, that's mm -mm. going to be like a mm -mm. week four type deal. I do I not don't like care that. for it. I've got pick like 11. It. So yeah, well, I got which, a couple by minutes the way, here to grab a beer and post this podcast. Oh, beautiful! Which, by the way, uh, always a fan of being at the turn. Anywhere between picks mm. four and eight is death. Mm. Anywhere mm. before or after that is a good spot to be in. Ten, ten, eleven, twelve, one, two, three. Fine with that. I had one in my other league. I got McCaffrey, Mahomes, Waller, Niners defense, Mike Evans. Good talk. Yeah. Good stuff. Jake, appreciate we'll do appreciate it again. your questions, folks. Really. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, we'll do uh we'll do another show before uh 49ers and Lions. We'll get into the nitty-gritty. Yes, sir. Adios.